We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny Meringue. I found two empty bottles of a particularly decent Chateau de War Bordeaux 57 in your rubbish. Dusty Hera. You went through my garbage? This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app. I find it particularly offensive that you use them to wash down an order from something called Macho Taco. And Portland's sports leader, 1080. I would never drink a Bordeaux with a Macho Taco. The fan. It was a burrito machissimo. All right, hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you on this Wednesday. Wednesday means that we will be joined at uh, 1.30 by Ryan Horvat, our BetQL Network insider, the host of BetMGM tonight. Um, there's a breaking news, though, in the world of the National Football League. Robert Quinn going to be headed uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles. To the Eagles for a fourth-round pick, which uh, we were talking about this uh, last week, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of gauging of what guys could get moved and what it could go for. Aging pass rusher, would you give up a fourth-round pick for Robert Griffin? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I mean, the Eagles are in a Super Bowl window. Are you, are you really sweating a fourth-round pick for a pass rusher? N- no. No. This is, where, this is when you have to make these moves. Um if you are going to get, especially on the edge, you can never have too many pass rushers. I mean, we see that we see that with the Rams and what they did last year. The Eagles in the last run that they made when they went out and they got Chris Long in free agency. Mm-hmm. And the Patriots did the exact same thing with Chris Long the year before. Go and get a veteran pass rusher, and you can. Last year, Von Miller for the Rams was a huge asset for them. And look at the way that the Buffalo Bills have been using Von Miller this year. His usage is way down. His snap count is way down from years before, but his production is through the roof. I mean, the guy is all over the field, and they're kind of like slowly ramping him up. And when you are a good team and you're a stacked team, and you have this wiggle room being the only undefeated team in the NFL right now, if you're Philly. You bring in a guy like that and you say, we're going to preserve you. It's really not as important what you do in October and November. We want you ready for December and January because hopefully we're playing in February, and that's where we want you healthy. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really the deal here is that you use them as a situational pass rusher because you're, you're, I mean, your team is loaded. Your defensive line is loaded. And you go ahead and have another guy – I mean, let's let's be honest. The Eagles have 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 pass rushers that are. I mean, they're not exactly young. They've got great interior guys that are that are young, but Fletcher Cox isn't getting any younger. So you you maybe spell him a little bit and have Quinn going out there on the edge. Like, I there's nothing about this that I don't like, 
and that's kind of scary. We were talking about the Eagles as far as like where do they stack up and in the upper echelon, you know, what Mills, what what moves are the Bills and the Chiefs going to make? Like, would one of them go after McCaffrey? Or a couple weeks ago was you know Saquon Barkley on the on the block? The Eagles are loading up here, and I mean that defense, they were already a good pass rush, and they were already good on the interior, and they were already good in the secondary, and adding another guy to that mix for what really amounts to not that much in draft capital, that's that's a nice little move for them. No, yeah, it's an absolutely – it's a great move. And what does it mean for the Bears moving forward, though? Because they come off their best win of the year. They win on Monday Night Football against the Patriots, and they're like, uh-oh, we looked a little bit too good in that game. Does this mean that they're going to part with Roquan Smith as well? Because remember, at the beginning of the year, Roquan Smith was the guy who was saying he didn't want to be there and he was wanted to hold out. Um, apparently he was on the podium post-practice doing his media availability, and he had to cut it short. Uh, he was, like, tearing up be- when he found out that Robert Quinn was being traded. Maybe it was because he's the one that actually wanted to be traded, or maybe it's because he's going to be on an island, but he may be the next guy shipped out of Chicago because they're not going to try to win the rest of the way. I mean, Smith is a guy who, who tried to play along and, and try to do things and actually wanted to be there long term, and then they, they just didn't give him really anything uh, as far as what he was looking for. And there's no shortage of teams that are going to bid on Roquan Smith. Mm. None. I mean, the, he's a, he, what, probably one of the top five, six linebackers in the league. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think there's anybody out there who's looking at that gun. We, we, we would like this guy on our team. It's just a matter of, is it a first? Is it a second? Is it two twos? Is it a, you know, what, what does that look like to pry him away? Because he's an absolute stud, but he's also going to be owed money this next offseason. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if maybe another contender, but that only leads what Buffalo, Kansas City, <laughs> as the two teams right now that would be in that bidding. It, New York Giants, maybe. Oh, there you go. Them adding another piece, and this is kind of for for anybody who doesn't, I don't know, watch a lot of Bears football or or understand like Robert Quinn in general. He had eighteen and a half sacks last season. Yes. Like this is not a guy who's like, oh, you know, he's going to get out there and maybe bring a little bit like pass. He's still got a lot of things. He's only got one sack this season, but again. Yeah, but that really doesn't matter because you're in Chicago, you're on the Bears. It's, it is circumstance a lot of times. He's yeah. getting a lot of double teams. He's getting a lot of attention. You won't be able to have that um, much attention paid to him when he goes to Philly. I mean, you look at him and they can – they can put you know put him on an edge and keep a a pass rushing trio out there at the same time, uh, and you know third and long situations and and put you under tremendous tremendous pressure. And I think that's ultimately what they're trying to do is they know how good their secondary is and they say, listen, we can cover four seconds. Mm-hmm. What, what can you do with that? Well, this is the first kind of big domino to fall at the trade deadline um, outside of Christian McCaffrey late last week. This is a bona fide, legitimate contender beefing up their defense. And when you see the teams beef up on the defensive side of the ball, that's when things start getting uh, exciting. We are six days away from the trade deadline happening in the NFL. And Robert Quinn heading from the Bears to the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Chicago is going to be getting a fourth fourth round pick in return for the 32 year old pass rusher who as Danny said 18 and a half sacks last year he's only got one this year uh, but he's still got some bend in him he can get around the edge and he can go this is going to be a move that I wonder who the next guy to move is going to be it could have been the guy 
that he's been playing with in Chicago and Rokon Smith, but we'll find out um, how much of a fire sell Chicago will be. The other news, uh, news of note if from that Monday night game uh, against the Bears, Mac Jones back in as the starter as quarterback for the New England Patriots, according to Field Yates. So Bailey Zappi, they just threw him to the Wolves on Monday night. I mean, who do they? I mean, did they, or did they just, or did Bill Belichick want to back over both of them? See, I don't think he wanted to back over both of them. One thing that I don't think is being talked about is that the offensive line <laughs> was not holding up at all. And when you have a rush, relentless, coming at a quarterback that's coming off a high ankle sprain, and he did not look comfortable. I know he scrambled a couple times and then uh, kicked a dude in the nuts who then picked him off one-handed. That's karma. It is you're not you don't want your quarterback to be back there, and I don't know why he didn't say it. I don't know what, I don't know what Bill Belichick's motive was at the end of the game or during the game. We knew that we were going to see Bailey Zappi at some point. He he said that to both Mac Jones and the media that both guys were going to be playing. It was just a weird series of events that happened. But Mac Jones is going to be the guy, um, and unfortunately for him, he got booed in his home stadium which was a weird move to see New England fans booing Mac Jones as he comes back from an injury because they wanted Bailey Zappi. And that's the thing is that it wasn't, it's not like Mac has had, you know, a a ton of low times there. Like he's, he was productive. He was good for him last year. They went to the playoffs. That's what I mean. Like, so it's it's kind of weird. I, I, I guess it's not just because like this whole mystique of, the New England backup quarterback mm-hmm. that that has to linger somehow, some way. The sixth round pick. Yeah, I mean it's just, but it it only happens once, guys. Yeah. For that to happen again would be just astronomical on the odds. But beyond that, that's 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 kind of weird for a New England thing because Mac Jones kind of felt like he was one of their own. <laughs> he did. They just uh, turned on him for his twin brother. He said, "Nah." All right, we have Ryan Horvat coming on at one thirty, which means our worst day on the web is moving forward to one fifteen. The scandal that rocked the fishing world has taken a turn to the courts. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. 
Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. This is perfect that we have the Fletch music playing right now because there's investigation going on. It's Beverly Hills Cop. This is Beverly Hills Cop? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Well, investigation still. He's still a detective. Yeah, he is. There you go. You're close enough. Why do I think it was Fletch? Couldn't tell you. Uh, Foley? Fletch? Be- I don't know. Because it's Harold Faltermeyer who did all the music for it? Probably. That part you did get correct. <clears throat> Thank you. <laughs> Um, Good job, dumbass. We do. Thank you. <laughs> we do have an update as the two men accused of stuffing fish full of weights in a fishing tournament. The high this stakes world showed up of last fishing. month. What's that? The high stakes world of competitive fishing. Well, I didn't know it was this high stakes. Apparently, these guys are, are accused of ripping off like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah, in this tournament alone, the grand prize was $28,000, and this, this this pair is accused of, in just this case, the $28,000. But uh, if you watch the video that led to this actual arrest, there's a group of about 12, 20, 25 very, very angry, angry competitive fishers because the they are rumored to have won over $300,000 as well as a brand new boat Whoa. in doing this. But because the total of this prize alone is well over $5,000, we're headed into grand larceny. Oh, my gosh. Uh, they are charged with felony charges of cheating, grand theft, possessing criminal tools, misdemeanor charges of awfully owning wild animals. Uh, they were both released on personal bonds of $2,500 because the first prize in the tournament totaled around $28,000. And for those that are unaware of what happened, uh, two gentlemen were are currently accused, and it's on video, uh, Jacob Runyon of Broadview Heights, Ohio, and Chase Kaminsky of Hermitage, Pennsylvania, made no comments during their brief court appearances in, in, in Cleveland. Their attorneys declined to comment about the case after the hearing. Uh, they are accused of stuffing five walleye with lead weights and fish fillets during a lucrative fishing tournament on Lake Erie. So, for those who wait, can't, they were fishing. They were stuffing fish inside of fish. Correct, and that actually got them more charges because having the fish fillets, prepared fish fillets, on the boat while fishing is an illegal possession of owning wild animals. What? Yes, that actually added to the charges. Uh, you cannot have the prepared prepared wild animal on on the boat at the same time. Uh, Why? Uh, Wait, that is a there's isn't that a weird law? Uh, yes and no because the, if it's prepared, you could have just caught it, but now it's no longer counting for your count for the day. Okay, so that that's that's why. It's but un- that's against un- the law. Yeah, unlawful owning wild animals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you take it back to the shore and you you, you you fish fry it up, you're good to go. Like, that, that's fine. But, like, while you're out there, you're not supposed to do that because you can say, well, I caught that a while ago. So yeah. it, that, that, that's why it exists. But for those that are having trouble picturing this, picture your traditional fish. If you don't know what a walleye looks like, just, like, think of a big mouth bass. Mm-hmm. And stuffing golf ball-sized lead weights down its throat. 
two, three, four, five of them. And yeah, they then, were they were shoving a t- a lot. They were getting some heavy fish. Like and that that is the thing that's confusing to me is because they're not heavy fish. No, and they were significantly overweight to what the size of a normal walleye would be. Did they think that they would just nobody else would notice? I mean, you can jet. I mean, those weights as big as they are, they're probably like six ounces, seven ounces. So like mm-hmm. uh, a normal walleye is like seventeen inches. Like it's not a small fish, but it's not tremendously huge. You're usually talking around like 22 to 25 pounds. Like, again, it's got solid weight to it. But to get to the upper echelon of like 25 pounds, 26 pounds, 27 pounds, if you can thicken them up with six ounces, eight ounces here, and you don't do it on on every fish, like you don't add like three pounds to every fish, you add like eight ounces to every fish. And now your collective is higher. And if you watch this video, we'll see if I can grab the the original video that this comes from and tweet it from the account because there are people like you were you were five minutes away from like tar and feathering type stuff. Like Mm -hmm. these other fishermen are heated because there was always like the suspicion of this. And when they cut open the fish and they start emptying the weights, they're like one weight, two weight. How many of those you got in there, buddy? You know, it's. It, they are they are dragging them and like it, it it's kind of laughable because we're talking about fishing but we're literally talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, and it's not just of the you know award money. I've got free buddies boat. that uh, yeah free boat, but I got buddies that are you know sponsored fishermen and they're probably going to have civil lawsuits coming against them because if you're that good to where you're winning multiple tournaments and you're winning boats and stuff. I got buddies that are, I, I don't know the world of fishing all that well, but I think they're pretty good, but they're not, like, raking in the dope. They have sponsors, and I'm sure that their sponsors are going to be all hot and bothered about this because, as you saw the guys get, getting their fish weighed, they're wearing, like, T-shirts where they look like NASCAR drivers on them where they got all the different sponsors and, and all that plastered all over it. I bet this is going to be a lot more than just this one tournament, but you're going to have other tournaments start piling on, and they're going to have a bunch of fraud cases against them. In civil court, this may just be the beginning of what we're seeing with these two idiots. Yeah, no, 100%, because, again, long suspected of something being on here. I don't know what triggered this. I've I've looked to see what was like, did they did they grab a fish and, you know, felt the jingle in the bottom of the stocking, so to speak, of like, hmm, why does that feel like there's some weights in the tail of this fish? And then I think the other part is... <laughs> they dropped the fish and it went clank. Exactly. <laughs> like, why does your fish have a heavy uh, iron diet? What's going on here? Honestly, as bad as the weights were, the reaction when they see the fillets, mm-hmm. that's when they're like, you did what? He's like, there's fish fillets inside that fish. And like... And like the, the the incredulity of it all is just again I'm I'm posting the the video right now. It is tremendous, tremendous content. Like it's you can't step away from it because these these other fishermen they are heated. Well, and they were released on bond. Like this is going to criminal court. This oh, is felony not charges civil right now. Yeah, this is they're in criminal court. They had to post bail to get out of cheating in a fishing tournament. Like this is. Like the thing that I go back to, 
is you know guys that take like slow pitch softball way too seriously and they enter big tournaments. Oh, you mean Delta and, Park in the summer? Yeah, and, and there's like money on the line for them and there's big prizes that they can win. It's like one of these guys coming up and they're just raking and then all of a sudden you find out they're using corked bats. <laughs> you know, where you Which going, is insane because they're what? already all roided out of their minds. Yeah, this is like recreational game that we're playing here, guys. It, these guys were fishing. And they were they were loading fish. <laughs> it's I, crazy to me. I mean, if there's a way to cheat and there's money involved, man, it's it's always going to be there. It's- and that's the thing. Money was involved in these guys. They'd been, you know, it seems like their competition was suspicious of them for quite some time. The way the reaction was, yeah, 100%. Still no less funny. (laughs) What's the next sport? We've had anal beads in chess. Oh, God, that's that's the clubhouse leader, ladies and gentlemen. That's going to take a lot to surpass. Stuffing fish, which there is a lawsuit involved in that chess one as well. The guy who's been accused of it is now suing for defamation because he's like, you have zero proof that I was keistering anything for tips. Yeah, and he's suing for like $100 million, isn't he? Well, you, well, you set the number high. You set the number high so you can, you can settle lower. But the, the defamation, one of the, the other part of his suit is that he went to a tournament in person and they got him a metal detector out and checked him and like – Check the old keister very closely with the little, metal detector. Little do they know that those are made of rubber. Well, I'm just, listen, uh, they, they, they were checked. Well, I mean, you still have the sensors. Wait, what? So even if you got rubber, you still got the metal <laughs> sensor. So unless he's, unless he's found a way to make uh, you know, rubber somehow conduct signals, which that'd be the more insane thing. But, yeah, I, 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 I don't keistering, – keistering a signal sender I think is going to take the cake. I, I can't I, wait till we have our disc golf controversy. Ooh, careful, That's be the careful how you say disc. <laughs> yeah, no, there is an S in there. Disc golf. <laughs> I think you mean Richard golf. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the next one. It's it's a big year for ancillary sports. We've got professional athletes buying pickleball teams. And we've got controversy abound. This is what I'm here for. I can't believe it. It's how, This is the perfect way to fill um, our gap between Olympic years is we have to we have to have some sort of controversy, and I'm glad we're getting it finally. And I, I love the controversy in uh, offshoot sports. I, wa- I, want, I want ESPN the Ocho controversies. Like, yes. do we need a cornhole cornhole controversy? Boy, I don't know how they – I don't know how you can do that. Mm. He's cheating. He's drunk. <laughs> He's stone cold sober. That's <laughs> aiming fluid. <laughs> All right. Let's get to it. Our BetQL Network insider, the man giving us advice on all the best bets. He was high in Oregon last week, and that one paid off. Ryan Horvat, the host of BetMGM tonight, joins us after Rust with SportsCenter. Come on, man. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Every Wednesday at this time, we bring him on. And on the line now is the host of 
BetMGM tonight in our Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ryan Horvat. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today at the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Ryan's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your your podcasts. What's up, Horvat? How you doing, man? Oh. I bet he can hear you and not me, Danny. Ryan, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there we go. We did. We are running into audio difficulties because Dusty is working from home and you cannot hear him. So I will have to be the relay guy. We have got Ryan Horvat on from Bet MGM. Ryan, uh, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, it looks like Dusty's probably going to have to sit this one out and kind of be in my ear a little bit if he's got anything he wants to ask. Um, I'll hit you with it real quick. Oregon UCLA lived up to the uh, the billing uh, early on and kind of went uh, went Oregon's way. You saw that one coming, didn't you? Yeah, you know, and uh, also I've been there with technical difficulties. Obviously, working from home for like six and a half months, seven months when I was <laughs> doing morning radio in Milwaukee, man. So I've been there. Uh, you, you know. Yeah, that one, it's it's crazy. How, how much better Bo Nix, the road home splits. And you thought maybe, okay, well, mm-hmm. change of scenery, obviously, he goes to Oregon. And then, you know, if you take away the week one loss to Georgia, which I think we've learned just how good Georgia is, Oregon's played really good football, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And I think if they were to play Georgia again, I don't think they would win. But I do think they could probably keep it within, you know, 24 points this time at least and give them a better fight. So I love what I saw from them. I guess it kind of stinks, you know, if you're a Pac-12 fan, because you probably needed UCLA to go undefeated or a team to be unbeaten. Now, maybe USC finishes the season with just the one loss to Utah. You know, Utah has the two losses, only one in conference. But that loss against Florida, even though it was on the road in the swamp, I think that looks pretty bad when you think about it, because they just haven't really lived up to what we thought Florida was going to be after that big win. So, you know, Big win, obviously. Really excited for what's coming next because we still got some really big games. You know, we still really have some big games uh, starting on Thursday night with Utah, Washington State. Yeah, what do you, what do you think about that game? That line is at least interesting, just because I, I think Washington State has gotten a fair amount of love, but also not enough love at the same time. Yeah, and you know what's funny about that is I love this Utah team, obviously, and I did play them to win the Pac-12, as I say pretty much every single week, and. You know, the thing here, I actually grabbed Washington State. This opened up. Now, there's been a little bit of line movement as I look at it right now. So this opened up at 8.5, actually, and I grabbed Washington State. I just thought that that price right there was a little too inflated. As much as I like Utah coming into the season, they've kind of been a little bit of a letdown. You know, it's just they're not really running the ball that they did the way that they did last year with Tavion Thomas, and I know he's been a little bit banged up. But on the defensive side of the ball, they just haven't really been as good as they've been in years past in the trenches, so much that they've kind of had to change some things up, pick an extra man in the box. We saw they got absolutely destroyed by UCLA on the ground with DTR and Chabernet. So looking at this game, I uh, did grab Washington State, and I probably like them all the way up to seven and a half. I just think this is the perfect letdown spot for Utah. They come off that big win over USC. And they had two weaker conference opponents at home in Arizona and Stanford on the schedule following this one. And if you look at it, you know, the trends are kind of telling you to take Washington State in this matchup. Utah, only 2-5 and five against the spread in their last seven games against Washington State. I just feel like they always play them tough. So I like them to, uh, plus the points. I think Utah wins the game, but I think Washington State's going to keep it close. They've been so solid defensively this year. 
one of the only feature matchups we have this this week is Ohio State, Penn State, number two Ohio State. I was number 13, Penn State. 15 and a half both seems like too much and not enough at the same time. I am not a Ohio State believer. Dusty shakes his head at me every single time. I, I know how good they are on the edges. I know how good they've been against literally nobody in college football. This is the first team that they've had to really play against with any real talent as far as living up to the Big Ten style of football. Are you are you buying 15 and a half? That just seems like a really big number, even though I know Michigan put it on Penn State too. Yeah, it does seem like a big number, and I think that that's what everybody's going to remember when they bet this game. So here's one where I haven't touched it because I agree with exactly what you just said. It seems almost like it's too high but also too low because we've seen Ohio State just blow teams out. But also let's look at the teams that they've blown out. I'm a Notre Dame fan. I can tell you this is probably the worst Notre Dame team in the last decade. Probably the worst Notre Dame team since Brian Kelly's first year, definitely. And so that win doesn't look as great. And they kind of struggled, actually, in that game. Everybody bet Ohio State. They didn't even cover the number. Um, So I'm not going to say they've been a letdown. They've been really good defensively. And I love C.J. Stroud. I do think he's the best quarterback in the country. I don't know that he should be the Heisman. I would give it to Hendon Hooker, you know, if the season were to end today. But I definitely think he's the best pro prospect. But – I wouldn't be shocked if Penn State covered this number. The problem with them, man, is the quarterback situation with Clifford. It seems like he's been there for like 15 years. I also feel like anytime I bet Penn State, he never makes it through all four quarters. There's also, there's always this redshirt sophomore that comes in the game that they're telling you he's going to be better, but then all of a sudden he's not better and Clifford's coming back into the game. The good thing for Penn State this year, I'll say, is they could run the ball. Last year, I believe they only averaged about 100 yards on the ground. This year, over 200, so they've you know, doubled their success rushing. And I think that maybe they could have some success against Ohio State because what they're going to have to do in this game is run the ball and keep C.J. Stroud in that offense on the sideline. Because the other thing about Ohio State really quickly is now we're seeing them fully healthy for the first time. So I guess I'm sitting here ragging on them because they didn't look great against Notre Dame. We have to forget they didn't have uh, Jackson Smith and the Jigbo, who's probably the best wide receiver in the country. Now he's back and he's healthy. So I'm staying away from this one, but I'm with you. I would probably bet Penn State with the points just because they did look so bad. You would expect them to be motivated to at least have a better showing after getting absolutely blown out last week. Pivoting to the NFL, is not a ton of marquee matchups, but there's a marquee line that has my eyebrows going absolutely insane. If Aaron Rodgers is going to give it a go, a double-digit dog for the first time in his career against the Buffalo Bills, uh, plus 11 right now. Are, are you buying the demise of the Green Bay Packers to this level already? It's, it's so painful because I'm the biggest Packer fan, man. So, like, <laughs> you know, obviously when USC goes down, I, I take this stuff way too seriously. So, really quick funny story on this is, you know, I covered the team for a couple of years, but the problem was, you know, I, I still love the team like I'm a fan. And so they lose, and it's hard to get out. It's hard for me to get out of bed a couple of days. And the worst part about it is you look at these losses. I thought this was the easy part of the schedule before you do have to take on Buffalo. Later on, they have to go against the Eagles. They may lose that game by 40 points, especially with the moves the Eagles made today, man. But I actually took my son to the game, to his first game, you know, and he was crying after the game. And I'm like, what's wrong, buddy? And he, and he tells me, he's like, man, it's my first game ever, and they lost. And I said, well, this is life as a Packers fan. We always lose. Usually we beat these bad teams, though. We just lose the big games, and then you cry for two weeks in the playoffs. But I, I'm not sold that the Packers are going to turn this thing around. In fact, I, I said I don't bet against them. That's like my one rule. I'll take points against them. I won't go money line bets. But I like the Jets a couple weeks ago against them, man. And I, I played the Vikings to win the NFC North. And I figured, hey, Green oh. Bay actually has it this year. They win 12, 13 games. Mm. That's money worth losing. 
But the Vikings are a better team. Green Bay right now is a mess. They don't have any wide receivers that could create separation. Devontae's gone. MVS is gone, which is another huge loss. You see what he's doing in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And on the defensive side of the ball, you know, people rag on the defense, and it's been a little overrated. But at the same time, that defense is built to play with leads. All that said, man, I have to take the points with Aaron Rodgers, especially so it opened at 11. We're getting all the way up to 12. I thought that was going to come back down because Mm. this is the biggest underdog Aaron Rodgers has ever been. You know, obviously the season's pretty much on the line for Green Bay because if they go three and five, sure, you get the Lions next week, but then it doesn't get any easier than that. So I took the points, but it wouldn't shock me if Buffalo really laid it on them. But anytime we're getting Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady is double-digit dog, you have to take it. Kind of got to go the other way. Uh, Dusty has texted me his his question for you. Uh, this is something him and I have been talking about for the last probably, probably kind of a week in it's it's getting harder and harder to pick these games. He says, unders are hitting in the NFL. Is Vegas starting to get privy to the totals, and which team should you hammer the over with? Yeah, that's a great question. I would really like anything that has to do, if I'm betting overs, anything with the Seattle Seahawks right now. And the other thing you could do, because the Seahawks defense coming into the season, I thought that was going to be one of the worst defenses in the league, but kind of like the Packers, they're built to play with the lead. And you thought, well, when the hell are they ever going to have the lead? And now you saw it last week against the Chargers. They got right off to a 17 nothing lead. They scored 17 points in the first half. And for the first couple of weeks, I stayed away from some of these totals, some of these Geno Smith props. But now I have to buy in because it's, I think, a large enough uh, sample size right now where we have to figure, man, Geno Smith is the real deal. And I know DK Metcalf, DK Metcalf got injured, but look what they figured out with that running attack, man, the rushing attack with Kenneth Walker. He had over 130 yards last week. So I'm playing overs with the Seattle Seahawks because they do give up points in that secondary, and they could score, again, like 24 points in a matter of, you know, 13, 14 minutes. And the other team I'm looking at, you know, moving forward is – the Cleveland Browns, if I'm looking at some overs, which sounds crazy because all they want to do is run the football and they don't have a quarterback right now. But defensively, they're one of the worst defenses in the league, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They spent so much money on that side of the ball. And I know Miles Garrett's been beat up and Clowney's been beat up, but they can't stop the run. They really can't stop the pass. And I expect them to put some points up, especially as we move on here and Deshaun Watson probably comes back, you know, week 11. So they're another team where I'm playing some overs. But for me, the big one, the Seattle Seahawks, man, and Geno Smith. I love his player props every single week. He's putting on a show right now. All right, Dusty goes in full degenerate fashion here. He wants to know, do you have a cross-sport parlay with the World Series, NFL, college football, NHL, and NBA all in action? Well, you know, it's it's so chalky, but I do think the Astros are going to win the World Series. He I just think that that's one of the better teams. We, we, you know, that's one of the better teams that we've seen here in the last decade. And I thought that it was absolutely wild that they were only minus 175. That may have bumped up a little bit to minus 200. Some big money's obviously come in on them with Mattress Max making whatever it was, the $4 million bet on the Astros. So now money will come back in on Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But I really like the Astros in this series, even though I like that Phillies team. Um, I do like Green Bay to cover the number. You could throw that one in there. And then in the NBA, there's a couple things I actually really like tonight. I know my partners are going to give me crap for this. I'm betting the Lakers tonight, plus five and a half against the Nuggets. I'm going to give you crap for that. (laughs) They can't shoot. No, but hear me out really quick. So Russell Westbrook, out of the lineup. Uh I could already see it, man. If you watch those ESPN or FS1 shows and you got Screaming A. Smith and Skip Bayless. Addition by subtraction. Everybody is going to be talking about how the Lakers look so good and beat the Denver Nuggets. It's time to move on from Russ. I could just see it right now because he's become the scapegoat. And don't get me wrong, he's not good right now at this stage of his career. 
but they literally surround LeBron James and Anthony Davis with no shooters. Mm -hmm. If you want to bet I feel better about, I like the Timberwolves. They just got beat by the Spurs the other night. Mm -hmm. Right now, Anthony Edwards is shooting 23% from three. I don't think that continues. Literally nobody other than Carl Anthony Towns is shooting over 40% from the floor. And the Spurs, the Spurs are taking care of the basketball, but I mean, they're, they're giving up 47%, you know, field goal shooting to opposing teams. I don't mm -hmm. expect that three and one start to last. So I do really like Minnesota tonight to win by uh, double digits. All right, Ryan. Well, thank you for your time, man. We really appreciate you. That is uh, Ryan Horvat, host of the BetMGM Tonight and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Thank you for your time, Ryan. We'll catch up with you next week. All right, buddy? Thanks so much, man. All right, coming up next, on the edge, who's got more to lose heading into London, the Broncos or the Jaguars, both 2-5? Uh, next on 1080. and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, The Fan. All right, I have returned. I'm back. Great job with the Horvat interview, ma'am. Yeah, it was terrible, but hey, there we go. <laughs> it was not. Look, that was a hot rod, hot rod, hot rod. We had to adjust on the fly. These are the times that we live in the world that we live in. Oh, Danny, it's your turn to drive. Go ahead. Oh, mm. you, you're, you're, you're going to choke on your own tongue? There you go. Good job. Hmm. I thought it was good. I thought that sounded fine. Well, I was eating right before that break, and uh, I my my giant pink water bottle is uh, lay empty, mm. and uh, I had the worst case of dry mouth, and uh, it was not going well there at the end. Oh well, that that's an odd way odd way to end the segment, right? but I think it'll be fine. All right. Something really cool happened, and, you know, there's a lot of negativity in sports, and there's a lot of negativity surrounding this coach in particular because everywhere he goes, they seem to vacate wins. But Jan John Calipari did something awesome, and there hasn't been a whole lot of buzz. I saw on social media it went viral for, like, 20 minutes. We saw a few people talk about it, but then it kind of just died and went away. But – they did a scrimmage in rural Kentucky. The University of Kentucky men's basketball program did. I mean, and all of Kentucky is rural. It feels redundant. That is, well, they probably say that about Oregon, which is also true. It's true. Outside of, like, Louisville. You have two cities, Lexington and Louisville. That's it. Yeah. But they went uh, to eastern Kentucky, and I think it's like Pikesville or something like that, and they did a, a scrimmage to help – uh, fun the town because it was kind of ravaged by a flood last year. And it was a really cool thing that they did. Well, a photo was taken of a man who was covered head to toe in soot. He was still in uh, his work clothes. And he was sitting there at the scrimmage with his young son. And Coach Calipari said, my family's American dream started in Clarksburg, West Virginia coal mine. So this picture hits home. From what I've been told, after his shift, he raced home with his son to watch our team. I don't know who this is, but I have tickets for him and his family at Rupp Arena to be treated as VIPs. And Hell yeah. 
as it turns out, the Internet did what the Internet does. And they found this guy. They found the person, the, the man who was with his son. His name is Michael McGuire. And sure enough, his wife is on social media. He is not. But they got in contact with John Calipari. And the story is even cooler than just Coach Cal offering up tickets. Because this guy went into the mine the very next day at 4.45 a.m. And he did not come back up until after 4 p.m. And I don't know if you know this about going down hundreds of feet below the earth. Not safe. But he had, yeah, one, not safe. But he had no cell service. He had no idea what was going on as the world was reacting and tried to find him. And Coach John Calipari was trying to find him. And he said when he came up from working all day, the second shift was waiting for him and saying, hey, there he is. There's a guy that there's a celebrity. There's a guy Coach Cal's looking for. And he had no idea what people were talking about. He had zero clue that the Internet was trying to find him, that Coach Calipari had found his wife and actually called his wife and had a half-hour conversation with her on the phone about their life, what they go through every day, how Calipari's family started uh, in this country. And then when he finally got his to his cell phone, he turned his phone on, and it was just uh, apparently he has like a drive where he's 30 minutes from cell service, period, from where he works. And when he finally got into cell service, his phone just started going ding, 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 to the point where he had to call his wife, and she gave him the explanation about what was going on, and he was floored by it all. But when he got home, Calipari called him again and talked to him for another half hour. Just the coolest of stories. And you love to hear stuff like this. And Coach Cal, I mean, he's certainly got his um, clouds that hang over him, but I've talked to a lot of NBA players that have played for him, and I know a lot of people that have been around him for a long time. As a genuine human being, I've, I've heard and been told that he's a good dude. And this yeah. is the kind of this is a good dude story, and this is this is an easy win for a university or a, a professional sports team or anything like that. But it it does matter, particularly in a place like Kentucky and in other places like West Virginia, where the the entire state's population is blue collar, mm-hmm. and it is so 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 very cool that a guy gets out of a coal mine and is so invested in this with his son, yeah, that he does not change he does not he just doesn't have time but he's still gonna go and he doesn't care that is the coolest thing because i guarantee you as much as it means everything to this man right now what it means to his kids now going forward that the moment that they're gonna have to sit on the floor courtside for kentucky tennessee and coach cal giving him a a wine and dine experience the vip treatment those are memories that are going to last a lifetime. And the, like that whole community is going to talk about that forever. Yeah. And th- 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 I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that community is already Kentucky blue, like in their blood. <laughs> but now it is, I mean. No you, more Louisville fans? No, nah, I just, listen, outside, <laughs> out, in Louisville, you're Louisville fans. Outside, it's all blue in that state. But I bet you that that's like one of those stories where, 
you know, 20 years from now, it's it's told at the local watering hole outside of a, a out of a coal mine. And that's those are the cool things about sports. These are the fun things. And this, this we have so much so many crappy things that we could talk about. All, 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 we do worst day on the Web every day. And it's mm-hmm. we sometimes we have to like, no, not that one. No, not that one. No, not like we have multiple choices to choose from horrible things that are happening in sports. This is a cool thing. And I, I want to make sure we highlight when cool things happen. Uh, particularly to the little guy, because it it it's not all that often, and when it does, it's usually something just supremely rad like this. Yeah, this is awesome, and it's a really cool story, and it's not for like Southwest Middle Kentucky State Tech. No, this is Kentucky. they get to pick whatever ta- whatever game they want to, whatever one. Kentucky on the floor. Yeah, yeah. At and this. They said they're going to pick Tennessee as the one that they're looking forward to the most yeah, right now. Yeah, she said she was partial to Kentucky-Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that'd be awesome. And that's the really cool part about it is that like Calipari's not like, yeah, except for Tennessee yeah, or no. except for – You, you can't, know. can't have the Arkansas matchup. I mean, to me personally, I'd, I'd take the Arkansas matchup. I would too. That'd be a fun, fun game. But they get to pick, and it's a really cool story, and I, I can't wait to follow it until they finally actually go there because uh, – it's going to be a game changer, and as you said, the whole city is going to be Kentucky fans. That family is never going to root for anybody else. Oh, they're going to paint their walls of their house blue. Yeah. I mean, I mean <laughs> they they're already, already, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's that level of commitment there. All right, uh, there's a lot of questions we're on the edge of. We're at a teetering point. Wednesday, it's the downhill side. We've been working up Monday and Tuesday. We're at the top of the hill. The downhill slide towards the weekend. We're on the edge on some sports takes as well. We got to commit next. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.